America, welcome to WPKW Radio. Coming up right now on the Mixmaster Jam, we have the hottest producer in the land with his hot song called Super Freak. So without further ado, here is oh 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 Steve. <laughs> Roman Woods, uh, Little Duvall. Yo, ANA, I went to the Funny Bone this past weekend to see Little Duvall. I was excited to see him because we haven't seen him since 2017 or 2018. Well, let's say out of the 20, 30 minutes set, five minutes of the show was new material. The rest of the show was from three or four years ago. Not dissing, but trying to understand how long does it take for a comedian to insert new material at least 50 50 to 60% new material from prior year or years. There was also some hacky moments when he did some remember when jokes and using music to hype the crowd. Thanks for being consistent with the pod and keep banging out great content. Roman, a.k.a. Remington P. Scarborough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, uh, Roman Woods. You know, every time I say that, I feel like Cosby. Well, you know... Um, you know, uh, everybody's different, man. I like when Jada said in one of his rap songs, take me some time to cook the bird up slow for y'all. Um, I have my own time frame of, again, I, I don't, I don't want to put nothing out there unless it's a Mike Tyson haymaker. And, um, not only that, um, I'd be leery about doing too much new material on the road because everybody got their fucking phones out. And I don't want my shit to end up on YouTube before it's ready. So a lot of times when I'm at home, either at the Laugh Factory or the Comedy Store, I shouldn't say the Comedy Store like I'm back at it regularly, but if I was to do the Comedy Store, those would be the places where I would try and play. And then when I think I got it strong enough to where I can do it on the road, at least to get by enough to where it don't look like I'm struggling, then I might, you know, put the finishing garnishes on the plate. Um, but every everybody's time frame is different. I will say this. Well, I'm gonna let Andy say comment on that before I go on. Well, it's different for me because I'm not. But he said he said out of his how long twenty how long, thirty minutes set. Why is he is he headlining? Is he I, yeah, it should be a lot longer than that. But, yeah, it should but, be an hour. Yeah, well, at least forty five minutes. But right. Um, like for me, I, I have a closing joke that sometimes I don't always use to close. I'll use something else. But that one kind of has been with me. For a long time, because it's just my joke right. that people know me by, and people don't know it. And uh, I'm getting ready to do something so that I can put it out there in a bigger format, and then hopefully I'll retire that. But uh, yeah, I don't think my set is anything. Any of the stuff that I'm doing right now is any of the same that I've done last year, right? Other than that one, than the joke about my my voice, right? So, but my situation is different. Even though I was doing, I did what thirty. I was, we're doing 30 minutes. I'm doing 30 minutes this weekend. So I'd say I, I, most of mine is like at least 75% is new. Yeah. Um, as far as the, and I was, I laughed when I read that last part of the email because I hate that. Those remember when com- comics, like, like that is the hackiest shit where you play music, especially with black people. Cause we're rhythmic and you know, we like to, Hey, I, we, 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 that's in our natural DNA. Um, but I've seen some comics do that where it's like, you know, they play familiar tunes and there's not really a joke there. They just reminiscent. And, and through the reminiscing, they might make a funny comment about something that happened during that time with that particular song. But come on, man, you, you, that shit you do at picnics and barbecues and get togethers. But you're going to get an applause break every time. Yeah, you do and it. that's why it's hacky because it's, it gets the audience involved because it's filling in for what you lack in terms of time and material. Well-written material. You know, you get the audience, yeah, it's a fucking illusion. You know, it's like a a matador. You get the bull, you get the crowd running towards the fucking red cloth 
only to move out the way and go, got you, niggas. So come on, man. Uh, dude, I like when you said that, though, uh, about music and it gets the audience on board because there's there's something you did once and and it's happened a few times, but you did a... Well, you'll sing something, and you'll sometimes you'll just you'll just sing something, and it's not part of your set. It's just something you'll you've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you say something, if you bring up the reference to Golden Girls, sometimes you'll sing that. Right. Thank you for being a friend. Mm-hmm. And it always surprises me when the audience just grabs knows onto that, that song, song. and, and yeah. not only knows it, but just all of a sudden the whole audience is singing the song, and I'm like, yeah, That's a- yeah, good is good. That show is rocking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't the show. It's just I, the audience. You said a black audience will. Go down that road with you. And, I, like, here, and listen, here's, here's the difference. There's nothing wrong with putting music in your stand-up if there's a real bit behind it. Like I used to do a thing where I would come out to Randy Travis's song, Deeper Than the Holler, country singer Randy Travis. And, it, and my whole point was, one, it catches the audience completely off guard because it goes against the stereotype that I'm supposed to come out to rap or something black. So one, it throws the audience off. And then two, when I follow it up with, Bet you didn't see that coming. That had that, that was that real country. That had that twang in it. That was that nigger you don't belong here country. There's a real joke for that. There's a real moment. So that's very different from, hey, DJ, play some new edition. So we all go, candy girl. And then you make some fucking comment about how when you was that age, you did something. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I already, yeah. Um, Danny Pill. Uh, birthday wish, $10, lot of money. What's up, Aries and Andy? My name is Danny. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Hope y'all come back here soon. I'm a long time listening to the podcast. I'm currently listening to episode 291, and I'm pretty sure it is the first time I've heard you mention the movie The Pest, and I've always wondered how you felt about that movie and about the comedy verses. I would pay to see you go up against some people. That should be great. And to me... And to my man, Andy, you're great. You just need to tell people to fuck off if they don't like you. (laughs) If if they don't uh, like you, then fuck off. But I don't know. I'm going to get a $10, a lot of money for this. And it'd be the best birthday to hear this on the podcast. But y'all stay up and hope to see y'all soon. Danny and Dayton, Ohio. No, you're not going to get a $10, a lot of money because that was perfect. There wasn't a $10, a lot of money moment in that. But if you want to be kicked in your nuts because you like wearing the leather face mask and the ball <laughs> gag and you want to refer to me as Mistress Spears, I will kick you in your nuts, nigga. Take this $10 a lot of money. Whoosh. Happy birthday. Yeah, nigga, happy birthday. Bitch. $10 a lot of money. Say it, motherfucker. <laughs> this nigga wants abuse that he don't even deserve. Um, yeah, Andy, tell niggas to fuck off. Welcome to your dojo, nigga. Uh, it's one of my bitch badge holders. Cece, finally, it's happened to me and I just can't hide it. Finally, you got the... <laughs> you got the love, the way I feel about you, my bitch love. All right. She got a song. I ain't heard from my girl Farrah in a while. Farrah, baby, holla. Just let us know. You, she, she told you she's only sending stuff in when she has something to say. Well, bitch, have something to say. <laughs> we miss you. God damn it. All right, Cece. You dodged a bullet with Corey Holcomb. Hey, ANA. This is the first email I'm writing to you, Aries, in regards to Corey Holcomb. I know you two had a bad falling out and even mentioned on the podcast the last time you saw each other in an airport. It wasn't good. However, I just wanted to say that you are lucky to not have that negative man in your circle of life anymore. Now, uh, now since the fight, don't want to call it a fight because Zoe had no hands and swung on you like a blind schoolgirl. <laughs> that went down between you and Zoe. Things have changed for the worst with Corey and his team on 5150. Long story short, Corey pretty much turned on Zoe and disrespect his manhood on a show earlier this year. I don't watch the show, but a friend of mine mentioned it, and I did some digging on YouTube. There are a ton of clips of Corey lashing out on his whole team, not just Zoe. He has disrespected the girl Darlene. 
started an ongoing feud with another comedian named Ray Grady and more. I tell you all of this to let you know, even Corey fans in the comments on many of the videos I watched are calling him out and saying Corey's losing his shit. Also, that you are lucky that you don't have someone like him in your life that you would at one point consider a friend or a man. We all know Corey is a monster on stage, but this year alone, he has projected his bitterness, woman slash mother issues, and toxicity, toxicity, uh, toxicity, toxicity on, am I saying that right? Toxicity or toxicity? Toxicity. His poison. Yeah, there you go. On the ones he so-called loves. That's pretty much it. And shout out to Andy as well. Real quick, Andy, I hope you and Tara are enjoying y'all engagement, but I don't remember if you said y'all will have a wedding ceremony. If so, you don't come off as a groomzilla, but I'm curious to know what ideas you have for planning your wedding. Let me stop for a second. He doesn't have any because he's not a godmother. (laughs) He's a man. You leave that to the hoes. You also don't seem like a get married in church type. I don't know that Aries probably has a, I don't know that Aries probably has a freaky bachelor party being planned as we speak. LOL. No, I don't because all the bitches that would be the strippers at that party have ass and thighs that would swallow Andy's thighs up. See, that's the thing you put, let's say we flew out somewhere and you had to bring these girls. Yeah. You could bring like three gemmas on a plane. That's it. It's it's over capacity. Nigga, the gemmas (laughs) are carrying the plane. Nigga. (laughs) They're walking. Their feet are still on the ground and they're carrying it above their heads. Aries, make sure, make Aries, just make sure you don't get Andy in trouble or have any chicks that will give him, give the groom the gift that keeps on giving. Hope you two are having, you two are having success on the road and hope to see you all one day in Mimami. Take care. You got it, baby. Uh, in, uh, in my first wedding, I did have a say in the food. Okay, that's man yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, you I want to know what food, you eat. Yeah, I want the food yeah, to be but right. You ain't talking about and I help, flowers uh, and roses and ice sculptures and no, and I help know. find the place. Yeah, that we had it at. But uh, I was going to say, I, I, I unfortunately, you know, however you want to look at this, um, I've already done this, and so whatever Tara wants is what what we'll do. Because, Atta boy, yeah. you know better. Yeah, that's whatever all. she wants. Whatever she wants, and. Uh, it took me almost 14 years to uh, go for the engagement. I think uh, so seven years to get actually married would be right. would be perfect. But whatever she wants, she wants to do it this next year. That's fine. But it would be nice if we could wait till, you know, uh, this is, sounds very optimistic uh, that there's a little less COVID restrictions and that it could be a fun wedding where you're not like checking the news and having right. to have a mask on or. Whatever. But I look good with the mask on, probably better. So maybe it'd be to my advantage to have mm. that. So whatever. Thank you, though. Thanks for caring. All right, CC. Finally, you got the love. Leroy Furious. Oh, Leroy. Sitcom talk. Both of you fucks. Why, Leroy? <laughs> he's going to make it good. I know he's going to make it good. I know Damn, it's going to be good. I know fine. at the end it comes out good. All right. I just have confidence in this. All right. Both of you fucks need to watch the Miss Pat show. This bitch got shot in the head and the titty before age 30, and her show is the perfect motherfucking example of old school tough love. It never plays it safe, and there's none of that goofy laugh track bullshit. It's on BET+. Donald Glover is the creator, star, writer, and director of Atlanta. And seasons one and two are hilarious. They're they're all on Hulu. Yes, another streaming service. Season three is coming in 2022. Donald Faison is the light-skinned dude. See, that's what was getting me fucked up. Their both name was Donald. Yeah. But yeah, Donald Faison is the one with the booger on his lip. And Donald Glover is the nigga that uh, <laughs> raps and acts. Um, Donald Faison is the light-skinned dude from Scrubs and Clueless. Two different niggas. Anyway, watch Atlanta. It's hilarious and honest. I can only watch four multicam sitcoms post-90s. My Wife and Kids, Lucky Louie, Carmichael Show, The Miss Pat Show. Also, I booked a part in a comedic web series called Mondays on Instagram TV, and I can't act for shit, and I've never even done a school play. The director thought one of my five-minute sets were funny, 
So he booked me. Wish me luck. Well, then put all your emphasis and all your weight on your funny leg then. And the rest will carry you through. Fuckhead. See, I thought it was fine. I, I know Miss Pat. I knew she's been working on this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen the show. I haven't seen regular TV. I need to watch it, though, because I love Miss Pat. She's one of the coolest chicks in this whole fucking business. I was trying to get on her podcast. That's one of the podcast names I need to bring up. Yeah. Because I wanted to get on her podcast. Yeah, and I'm going to write that down right now so that we have that. But Miss Pat, she is, she's an amazing woman. And she's, dude, I... <laughs> I could do a whole hour on just hanging right. out with Miss Pat for an hour right. because there's a lot that goes into hanging out with her. And yeah. she's a character and she's great, man. I, I, I love that lady. But um, uh, Atlanta, I haven't seen it, but I, want, I, I will see it because everybody keeps telling us that we need to see it. You might have to twist my arm for that. I, I'm going to watch I, it. I, I just, you know, I, 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 there's nothing, nothing pulling me towards that. Um, but yeah, I might, I might check it out. I, I, I want to check that out. But uh, definitely, uh, I'm going to check out Miss Pat Show. She's that's great. This is a good person right there. I love her. All right. Uh, for my girl A B. Um, hi guys. Good afternoon. I just finished listening to today's episode, and as you read the very last email, I found myself driving in my car, saying out loud, "Oh fuck you, dude." I love how you both responded to the email. Andy doesn't need me or anyone to defend him. However, everything that you both said was on point. It is my hope that dude will be able to open his mind and think a little bit outside of his closed-minded box. Everything isn't always so black and white. Andy's association with Aries could cause some challenges if the cancer culture want to take a hold. I love that Andy is in your life, in your, in, I love Andy is your in real life, Jimmy Cricket. It is important to have someone who can say, he's my Mac Mittens. <laughs> someone who can reel you in front and from time to time, having the ability to think a few steps ahead. I can't express it enough. I adore your friendship and business relationship that you allow us to have a glimpse into witness. Anyway, take care, guys. I had to share how I felt about the rude message. I do applaud the fact that you read a mix of messages, both positive and negative. Good day, A.B. Come on. You know, A.B., you know what it is. Ebony and ivory. <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's the thing. Uh, that probably is would describe the relationship that we right. have. But people want the Chevy Chase, Richard Pryor relationship instead. And sometimes you'll get that. Yeah, you, you will. You'll get that. Nigger. Dead honky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ain't always sweet if it's sweet. You know what I mean? Sometimes to get sweet, you got to taste sour. So sometimes we got to, you know, be the sour patch motherfuckers. Um, <clears throat> I would be more the salt and you the sugar if we were sour patch kids. Yeah? Yeah. All right. All right. I just think it's funny because if people know our personalities, though, and... You are, you do, but like with what we enjoy, like I love comedy that's really, really dark and, and, and like not fun. Mm-hmm. And that's not the stuff that you like, which, I, you know, I, no, I, not necessarily, but I, I appreciate the form. It's still boxing. You know, you might not, you might be a more of a tactician while I might more be more of a slugger, but I still respect a good tactician. It's just funny though how we, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's the soda, nigga. Yeah. Oh, I, I've been getting a bunch of people that want me to fart on the podcast at you to teach you a lesson for all the. I hope you don't, because that something tells me, <laughs> ju juice, dude. It has and, and ju smoke. I'm gonna be and ju poot is it's just something different. I'm gonna be re- honestly, my body doesn't fart until nighttime. Whatever the, the sun goes down, it's like my ass turns into like a fucking Dracula, and then it, that's <laughs> and then I fart I, during the day, uh, except in the morning. That, You're a mild mannered man during the day. Yeah, night it's woof ass. But do you get the do you when you piss in the morning? Mm-hmm. Do you have that first morning fart too with it, nigga? My inside organs are so my shit looks like an old Detroit on the inside. <laughs> buildings with cardboard 
<laughs> nigga, the industry is destroyed. <laughs> the people have moved out, which means chaos comes at any time. <laughs> My body robs old white women during the day. <laughs> um, LeBron Ship. Uh, see y'all soon. Once again, it's on. I'm back up in this motherfucker. LeBron Ship here with my third email for y'all. Is this a real name? This can't be LeBron Ship. No. Damn, I know I love Michael, but that's a whole nother level of holding on to somebody's cock. LeBron Ship. What if my name was Aries Jordan Jordan Show or some shit? Change your name to Aries 23. But that's all, my email is Aries Spears 45. See, it's pretty close. Yeah. But no one knows the 40. They, they, that's a fan. You know what? I take that back, LeBron, because that's the same vein. Before my email was Aries Spears 23, then I changed it to 45. All right. Well, uh, bah, 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 bah. Was it, were, they, were they all on Hotmail? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hotmail is the Bulls. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to go Wizards and do a Yahoo. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know Yahoo was still doing them. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, man, on the comedy verses, I'm taking Chappelle, Cat, Aries for show. Also got my tickets for Brea. Sat the 18th driving. Sat, sat the, oh, excuse me, Saturday 18th driving a little less than an hour to see y'all. So I can't wait to get my laugh on. My nigga, Andy, I need that I'm Eric's nigga joke. LOL. <laughs> and Aries, I can't speak for all of Mississippi. But my ex-wife, my ex is a white girl from there, and she was a bad motherfucking bitch. Pretty face, big tits, and nice ass. Anyway, that's it for now. See y'all soon. Dude, you got to understand that all the women who are beautiful in Mississippi escape. They all head to the north. They, they, they escape, nigga. Anytime a bitch come up to me and go, I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> like, bitch, you live here now. So you getting out. Well, but that's what makes California have some of the most beautiful women in the world is because they all came from somewhere else. There, There is good-looking women from California. Yeah, but the, one, but the ones from Mississippi that go to California get kicked out. <laughs> they get kicked out. Um, Governor Newsom ain't having it. I like that he wants me to do that joke in Brea. Brea is so... Even when Schwarzenegger was the governor. It was, it Schwarzenegger, was, we got some bitches here from Mississippi. Can they come in? No, he no here. <laughs> no, they can't allow it. They look like I have to turn into the Terminator and take them out. Hey, do you put them in the chopper and take them back? Put them in the chopper. Take them back to Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> but doing that joke in in Brea, I yeah. did I did it in Brea before. It's it's rough in Brea because it's all white. It's all white, and they don't understand like Southern black church. Yeah, that's just a bit of a struggle in Brea. You ever did it in Ontario? Ontario, Ontario, the yeah, not Brea, but Ontario. Yeah, that, that's a beast. No, no, no. I did it there. I didn't. I don't know if I did it with you. I did it on uh, the two dudes, uh, the Corey and. Uh, was the reaction the same? Oh, dude, it, no, it was. It hit so hard. Oh, it hit in a good oh, way. So hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know uh, the the Smash Brothers. Yeah, I did it on their show that they they do what on Thursday night. Yeah, Ontario is is it's just, a different animal. It, Ontario a, is the perfect plum. Like, you ever eat a, a, plums are tricky. Because if you don't get the right plum, dude, you take one bite, you toss that bitch. But when you get the, or, or watermelon, when you get that right one, there's a sweetness to that. That is a black woman's pussy from the 70s. <laughs> so you like a little hair in yeah, your watermelon. Yeah, in the watermelon. Just, you know, it's like seeds. Seeds. You so you're not, you're not, you're not a fan of the seedless. You'd rather have a few. I'd rather have, yeah, I'd rather spit out a few, you know, machine guns. <laughs> All right. Terry Boatwright, Schomburg. Uh, known you for a while since back in the Mad TV days. Found out about the podcast when you were on with Gary Owen. Pretty much been listening ever since. Downloaded some since the, or, since the origin and have work, uh, worked my way up, but haven't listened to them all but most of the shows. Thanks to you both, I've been enlightened to many things from movies, songs, and music to even girls and porn and Instagram. Keep up the great work. My favorite comic right now, no offense, is Earthquake. Why would that be an offense? Earthquake is a beast. Yeah. Saw him in Illinois and sat so close he made fun of my son and his act. Hope to, uh, hope to, hope to you, hope to you, your show when you're in Chicago. Oh, hope to go to your show. $10, a lot of money. Um, 
Terry in Illinois. Update, saw you both in Chicago as my son and I drove up from over two hours away. You were nearly, we were nearly hit on the tollway as some dude cut in front of us to go left and proceeded to get back to the right for an exit ramp. Really enjoyed the show. Told my son, I thought the dude was it you that was pursuing the crowd because no one hooted and hollered as you stood there. Once I noticed the Yankee fitted, I was like, yeah, that's him. Adding the towel over the shoulder like John Thompson <laughs> Sr. It was great how you went off on those who were sitting up close. I didn't get it that the landlord was getting smashed by Barbados dude, though. Uh, to end, you both were funny. I was shocked. I was shocked there sent any $10 a lot of money t-shirts. It's ironic that you're talking about $10 money t-shirts and you just had a $10 a lot of moment when talking about $10 a lot of money t-shirts. Keep up the great work. Trying to see if we might see you both when you're in Indy with the same son I mentioned. Well, nigga, that's up to you. Yeah, bring them. Then yeah. you with the same nigga. Yeah, come out with India. Two hours, though, I know that, and I'm sorry that you almost got in an accident, but two hours isn't a long way. In Chicago, we went two hours just so we could get food. Back and forth. Yeah, an yeah. hour there, an hour back. Yeah. So, man up, brother. Uh, CJ Donovan, my sophomore email. What's up, guys? This is CJ again with my second email. You read my mom's email last email episode, and I had no idea she would write one. She's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She is still making her way towards the most current ones, and every convo we have is usually peppered with a Spears and Steinberg reference. Thanks for all that you do, guys. P.S. Watch Atlanta. It is a great show. See? There are episodes that I know you guys would love. I just had my mom watch it and she loves it as well. PPS to O Steve, your record scratch and show correction brought us, brought to us by Ginkgo Biloba, had me crack it up. Oh, okay. Cool. Say good. Yeah, thank you, CJ. Uh, tell your mama I said thank you, too. Uh, much love to her. And, uh, yeah. Anything else? No, man, thanks. I'm uh, I'm glad. I, I have, we, that's our first uh, mom and son. Yes. Team. Yeah. That we have. Yeah, see? We're getting them all. We're spreading to the family now. This is yeah. good. This is good. Yeah. We're crossing generations. See? Jalen Vinegar. Thundercats Instagram post. Uh, what's up, Aries and Andy? I'm not sure that you got my last email. Basically, I talk about King's disease, too, and why I think Nas is the greatest rapper alive, as well as shouting out Andy for talking about the difference between cartoons and anime. Anyways, Aries, on your Instagram, you posted the Thundercats opening and asked, name a cartoon from this generation that is on the level as Thundercats. If we're talking my generation from the 90s to 2006, I could give you a top 20. But if we're talking today... Not many cartoons. The only ones I can think of is Invincible and Harley Quinn cartoons, which both are meant for adults. Cartoons has become like hip-hop in the 90s. It was more about the quality. Now they're just putting out bullshit product that isn't entertaining and has become a lot more childish. Granted, yes, cartoons in America are more for children. However, if you look at the shows like Proud Family, which is really for adults, and I'm saying this, Aries, Static Shock, and the 90s X-Men series, these shows were ahead of their time, talking about issues going on in the world and not treating audience like children. Animation studios in America really need to look at shows like these as inspiration, as well as the companies like Warner and Disney need to let creators create. Other than that, keep up the good work. Also, Aries can't wait to see what special or project you're going to come out with next. Sincerely, Jalen. Yeah, Jalen, every time I'm in the hotel and I channel surf, Particularly the channels that are meant for kids, Nickelodeon and uh, I forget what that other, whether it's Nickelodeon, Disney, or I think there's one more. Um, the CW? I don't know. CW, certain times of day has kids shows on. Really? No, I, I mean, this is the 24 okay. hours, yeah. all day cycle kids. It's always cartoons that oh, look. Nick, Nick Jr. Nick Jr. It's always cartoons that look definitely unisex. And they look cartoony. They look, you know, drawn like cartoons, like bubbly eyes and goofy shit. Where again, like I said, in my day, you know, we had cartoons that was designed for boys that had a macho feel to it. G.I. Joe, Bionic 6, Thundercats, uh, He-Man, 
fucking uh, Transformers, GoBots, uh, Silverhawks, Voltron. It, it just was geared for that demographic. Now it looks like all these places want to play it, both kids sex, so that, you know, they just get everybody. There's, there's no, hey, this is designed for boys. This is designed for girls. They've, they've made it so it's one big melting pot. And, you know, that's that soft shit to me. Well, I think boys need to have their hour or two where they go, no bitches. <laughs> uh, this that's is, the clubhouse. It says, says no, no bitches. This isn't, this isn't uh, cartoons or anime, but it, it's from the time period. Uh, but I think this might be too old for you. Did you watch the Bionic, the $6 million man, the Bionic man? The cartoon? No, no, no. Oh, I, I, said, I said it isn't. Um, glimpses. I was never really into that show, but no, glimpses. The only reason I'm saying it is because, um, and what you're saying, boys and girls, and there was the Bionic Man, and then mm-hmm. Lizney Wagner was the Bionic Woman, woman yeah. and that was they they introduced her in the Bionic, Man, and then she had her own spinoff series. So men and women both got uh, their, their turn. Own, their turn. And there, there's not. I think that it's nice to have your. You, you yeah. That way, so yeah. that the man show can still be the man show. Yeah. But again, that didn't have anything to do with anime. I was just, it's just the time period that we're talking about. Let's bring back your turn with cartoons for boys and girls and go in the fuck outside. Put down the phone, get off the computer, go the fuck outside, play in the woods, grab a stick and a bottle cap and use your imagination. Go in the woods. Nothing's going to happen to you because there's a protector in the woods. Do you know who it is? Ran foots. He's not going to let anything happen to you. If you go in the woods and you see a grizzly looking nigga that looked like he just was freed from slavery with no shoes and socks and a little hair on his feet, it's Ran foots. <laughs> Kids, go outside. Play tag football. When's the last time you saw a group of kids throwing something? Dude, there's a. What, what were those uh, Rod, Roger Sterling? Shows what were those called? Those uh, there was like supposed to be like spooky, kind of spooky stories, uh, or or uh, you know, where there's a moment in time and you see the clock going backwards. Roger Sterling, they were black and whites. Oh, you talking about the Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone. There was this one, and damn, you see how old this nigga is? Yeah, the black and whites. Yeah, but there was this one where the the kids were playing kick the can, and right. then the old man then plays kick the can, and and he becomes younger. Anyway. Kick the can was something that yeah. kids did. If you told some kids, remember to- there was that that racist joke the kids would tell. How you said Chinese person's name? Kick the can, dong dong, ching ding dong dong, as the can <laughs> went down the street. Okay, yeah. but that was something kids did. Could you imagine telling a kid to go outside and kick the can? <laughs> See, that's that's where racism started for kids. <laughs> When you go outside and you can be imaginative, you become racist. <laughs> Could, today, they would have to take their phone out and they go, oh, kick the can? Okay, let me get right. that app. Right, right. And then they'd sit there with their finger like that. Oh, look, I kicked the can. Right, right. Oh, yeah, it would be on your phone oh, as a game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you wouldn't oh, go outside. Dude. <laughs> and what the fuck? We've come a long way to go backwards. But that's why these kids, thank you. That's why these kids is mush now. They don't fucking, there's no scratches. There's no band-aids. There's no jeans with with holes in the knees. Uh, you know, where where did where did Fat Albert and the Cosby kids play at? In the junkyard. Yeah. Come on, man. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Matt Johnson. Rants on Instagram. Uh, what's up, ANA? Uh, it's me, 624 off Instagram. Long time listener, second time emailer. I'll try to do more if read. Read, right? Yeah. So in other words, if we don't read your shit, you're going to hold us hostage to waiting for another email. Exactly. All right, Matt. Anyway, Aries, you be killing on Instagram with the basketball rants. I agree with you that Jordan is slash was great. I grew up watching 80s and 90s era basketball. The basketball time period, the new era of basketball, softer than soggy bread. But if the people can't comprehend an opinion, then they can kick every rock in sight. Anyway, y'all, I appreciate the content. Keep them episodes flowing. 
Still waiting on another way to get my $10 a lot of money shirt. Handy. Another payment option. But let me know if you don't have it. If you don't have it. Uh, LMAO. I guess caught that. If you don't have it. Peace out, family. Yeah, you got to talk to the Jew about... Hit me Hit me up on Instagram, Andy Comedy. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll take care of that for you. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard some guys, though, some some other some basketball players, and they were having a conversation. And one of the things that they said, and it's interesting, you know, because I agree with you on who I think are the greatest players. Mm-hmm. But one of the things they said, like they were talking about Rodman. Rodman was six, what, six, seven? I think so. Six, seven. He weighed 240 pounds mm-hmm. at, at most. Mm-hmm. And they're saying he wouldn't be able to be the re- rebounder in today's league. He wouldn't be that player. He couldn't be that player. You don't, you, but do you do you think that he would have a challenge with guys that are you know six ten? Let me remind the people, as I said in one of my rants, you know when the Bulls swept the Orlando Magic after Michael Jack Michael Jackson Michael Jordan got his basketball legs back. It, it would have been great if it would have been Michael Jackson. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, at times there were moments when Dennis Rodman guarded Shaq. Yeah, and he gave him headaches. That's what I was thinking. But I like like y'all y'all really don't understand. How much of a problem them niggas was, man. You know, I, and I don't want to get into it because I'll get into it. But yeah, man, come on, come on, stop. There, there's certain players that were specialists. Yes. And when every, I'm not saying he made every shot, but when Rodman shot, he made, he, he scored. Not, he wasn't consistent, but well, every no, now and then he would throw one up. But he didn't shoot that often. Not hardly at all. But when he shot, when they didn't run a play, he got a rebound. And he, yeah. was, he was, he was. That nigga's a weirdo, man. But I just, I, I don't, I don't agree. I think, I think you could take almost any player at any time period that was great in their air. And I think you could bring them in and they would still be, maybe, maybe there would be uh, pet players they would struggle against today because they weren't those same great players back then. But I still think the greatness would shine through. I'm going to bring up this one point, and I'm going to get off of this. Because, again, I'll get into it. You know, when I have these arguments with you motherfuckers, I, let me not say that, because most of these people that listen to this podcast, they know what to do. But when I had these arguments with motherfuckers on Instagram, one of the names they always bring up when talking about that Warriors team with KD uh, and how they would beat the 90, uh, the 72 and 10 Bulls, they go, man, KD, can't nobody fuck with KD. KD is this. KD is that. KD was up 3-1 with OKC against the the Warriors. They not only dropped the ball and choked and lost the 3-1 lead, something the Bulls have never done. Whether it was the, the 72 and 10 Bulls or the Bulls that won the first three championships, Michael was never up 3-1 and blew it. But then he pulls the most moist panty liner move you can pull. He joins the team that he should have beat. What does that say about your mental fortitude? But you and you claiming this dude, KD, is going to just do what? Scottie Pippen would have guarded him. Scottie Pippen is, I'm not saying Scottie would stop him because KD is talented. But Scottie was one of the best lockdown defenders the NBA has ever seen with that wingspan. And again, mental fortitude. You blew a 3-1 lead, and the very next year, you joined a team you should have beat? Michael would never. He would have come back stronger and went, and we blew a 3-1. Watch this next year. I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I don't put that, I, I don't hold that against KD. What? what you don't hold that the fact that he, A, blew it, and even if you dismiss that, joining a team that he should have beat? Blowing it, yes, but he he joined the team that could afford him and could bring him in and put it put it together. And he, he got his championship, and then he moved on. Ah, uh, you're thinking like a GM, maybe so. But I, I'm not going to hold it against him. He he won games. He made him. He made he made that Warriors team. That that's going to go down in history as one of the best teams ever as well. But now, if you're asking me if I would take the Bulls team or the that Warriors team, seventy-two and ten Bulls team versus that Warriors team with KD seven-game series. What's the result? Uh, I, you always got to go Bulls. So what? Four and two? Four, four out of six? I, I say five and one. Uh, not five. Four, four, four and one. The Bulls win four to one. I, I think it's going to be a little closer than that. 
at least four. I give him one game. No, That's I, it. I give I give him two. I give All him right. two, maybe three. Maybe it goes seven games. I don't see it, but okay. Um, Nick D, long-term listener playing gut job. I know I'm doing that because he's from Liverpool. What up, Ionite? It's your number one fan from Liverpool, England. Just want to say the orgy involving Rocky and company and even them all t- taking a shit at once. At one is the funniest things I've ever heard in a long time. To hear more scenarios with all them characters happy. Oh, goodness gracious. Detroit, man. Detroit right now. The Motor City. There's kids throwing rocks into buildings, breaking <laughs> the glass. Burnt down buildings with, oh, the, just, car, with the, the, the plywood over oh, the window. Oh, goodness. Um, had people at work looking at me funny when I was bursting out laughing. Oh, yeah. And the Jason Statham Indian accent comparison. Genius. All of this, bloke. Laugh my ass off. Don't know if you follow UFC, but the weekend just gone, a new superstar was born. A fellow Liverpoolian scouser called Patty Bimplet, a.k.a. Patty the Batty. Damn, that all sounded English. It did. Um, don't know if you follow UFC, but the weekend just gone, a new superstar born. A fellow Liverpoolian scouser called Patty Bimlet, a.k.a. Body to Body. Right? Yeah. The accents make all the difference, yeah. man. You should check him out, especially his promos and press. They're hilarious. And will give you a taste of what the scouse accent is like. I probably didn't nail it then. Plus, he can throw it down. He will probably be hard to decipher, but I'd love to hear you try out a scouse accent one day, Aries. Just to mix up your British accents, it's completely different to the rest. Now you got me fucking curious. I'm going to have to Google it because I'm yeah. wondering how and what for other examples of the accent. Watch 51 State. I think it may have been called Formula 51 on your side of the pond, starring Samuel Jackson, set in Liverpool, and even the recent three-part BBC drama called Time, starring Stephen Graham, Stephen Graham and Sean Bean, set in a British prison. It's a quality short series. Um, before I continue reading this, dude, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be hard for me to invest in another British show because uh, Gangs of London, and, and that's, that's only one season, and I'm four episodes away from finishing it, and I just can't bring myself dude, to do I it. I like that. Series. I can't bring myself to do it. I'm telling you, all that cock in the same frame. Just, dude, it's not like every episode. I, I know, I know, but you, you just need to see one big cock. Uh, that you ain't ready for and you shy away from it. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to have seen the first time you went to like a, a, one of them sex stores and you accidentally walked into the dildo area. You, probably- but, but see, that, 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 that don't bother me because it's not attached to a human being. So to me, it's just what it is. When I see a massive two-liter-sized cock <laughs> attached to a human being, I'm like, all type of thoughts run through my head. Like, nigga, what if I say no, but he don't care? What if he he, he run up on my girl and it's over? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like why? I, that's, that you got, you got a fucking, what do they call that shark um, from the Jurassic era? A megalodon. Nigga, you got a megalodon between your legs, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it has teeth. Yeah, nigga. It's ridiculous. Uh, I'm just playing catch up currently on episode 276, but I'm loving the new Robin impression. It's on point. Bit disappointed you thought, oh, Gangs of London was too violent. But please stick with it through all the gayness. See? Mm. Finally, just watch a couple of other suggestions to watch. Don't know if you've ever seen Boardwalk Empire, but it brings together all the gangsters from back in the day. I thought that shit was fire at the time it was out. Let me stop again. I tried, dude. And I wanted to because of Steve Buscemi, because of his, what he did on The Sopranos. Plus, I like Steve Buscemi. But that show to me was too goddamn slow. And again, if you're going to do a period piece, you got to get me. You got to get me quick. I, I just, you know what I didn't like about it? I, I, I thought about Steve this. Steve Buscemi's teeth looks like a Detroit nigga's fingernails. <laughs> dude, I love Buscemi in that. What I didn't, the, the, the cop, right. the cop in it. Why did it have to be so dark and so weird? 
Right. Why did he have to go in his room and masturbate during the show? See what I'm saying? Even that fucked with you. No, but I just didn't get it. Like, is that we know he's weird, but now you, I don't know. There was just, I, there was just moments in the show where I was like, what was this necessary? Right, 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 like, right. why am I, I like the show is slow enough as it is. Right. And then you go through this whole other, get me to where I need to go. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, if you like silence of the lambs, the TV series Hannibal at the time it was on, I was thinking this had, the potential to be up there with the greats like The Sopranos, The Wire, brilliant origin story, and a slightly different take on the cannibal side of the story. Lawrence Fishburne is a beast in it. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, but I never got into it. I never. I, I think I watched one episode, and I just. I even with Larry in there, you didn't. Because, guy. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't do anything for me because I liked the original series, the original Silence of the Lambs. Right. So I, I, I just didn't go there. Oh, so we, okay. So with this series, they had a dude playing Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah. That to me is always tricky, because when you fall in love with the movie, those characters to me are embedded in me. I, I'm 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 invested in that in them. Then to do a series, it feels like a knockoff. Feels like a knockoff. Once you've had real Fruit Loops, nigga, getting loops of fruit. From the you know no frills section. Nah, silly, silly circles. Nah, nigga. Nah. Um, and finally, I'm going to keep banging the drum for you guys to watch Peaky Blinders. Another Dude, British Dude, I've heard one. about that. I want to see that. Really? I like I like the name of it anyway. Peaky Blinders. <laughs> it's what you do when you're trying to sneak a look at a young pubescent gal through a window at night. You're looking through the picky blindness. Um, another British one, not as violent as Gangs of London, but the character development is amazing. And if for nothing else, just the performance of Cecilian Murphy and Tom Hardy, that might to me make it worth, because Tom Hardy's a bad boy, make it worth watching. The accents are a bit over the top and say they but they claim them, they calm them down for the rest of the seasons. Peace and much love, Nick Davies. Yay he, yay he, Arnold. Hua Al Pacino. Hua, yay he, yay he. Picky blinders. I remember looking at that. I remember the first time I did the picky blinder. I was so strong. When I looked, put my hands up on the glass, I broke through the window. She screamed. She said, "Who are you?" I said, "Yay he, yay he." <laughs> oh boy, the first time I looked through blinders. And I saw a good pair of tits. My dick got hard. And I went, hoo All right. Um, Craig Clark, all in the family. Um, the reason everybody loved Archie is because he didn't hide the prejudices. The ones we can't see is the ones that got the country is fucked up. Love the show. Keep doing y'all. Dude, as short as this was. Really, Craig? You couldn't proofread four lines, nigga. <laughs> Let me read that last sentence again. The ones we can't see is the ones that got the country is fucked up. Damn, son. It's only four lines. Do it, do it in the Asian voice. I know, but the ones we can't see is the ones that got the country is fucked up. Love the show. Keep doing y'all. Yeah, yeah, it works. But four lines, nigga. Come on, dude. Get your ass in the woods with Ranfoots. That's terrible. Maybe we should have been able to see you so Iz wouldn't be fucked up. $10 a lot of Clark. God damn, nigga. That was a short one. You couldn't even get a short one good. All right. Uh... All right, non-podcast related discussion. I don't necessarily agree with that. What with the Archie statement? No. What? Why? Because if you would have made him a smart guy mm -hmm. that said fucked up shit, you wouldn't like him either. You got that he was a, a working class, a guy that just grew up in that in in that kind of. If if you take someone intelligent, well, intelligent people say fucked up shit. Too, they don't. do. But th that one, you really like, what the fuck is wrong with you? 
where right. Archie was able to be like, it's, it's. You just liked Archie because he made you laugh. Laugh. You, he did fucked up shit, but he made you laugh. Because you weren't laughing at what he said. You were laughing at him. An right. intelligent guy, the only way you can laugh at it is if you're laughing at what he said, because you can't laugh at him because he's not, he's too intelligent. Okay. That's what I mean by it. Right. You know? Because okay. now, 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 one, you just see someone who's overtaken by, uh, you know, bigotry and, and, and not knowing and not being part of a, a smart guy, someone who really is fucking devious. That, right. That's the problem with it. Okay, it's almost like <clears throat> if you're a really hot chick with big tits, but you're not funny at all, uh, you're not as tolerable. We'll tolerate you because yeah. you're not as tolerable. If you're a chick with big tits, but you're goofy as fuck, uh, you're a lot more tolerable because at least you can. You're fun. You're fun. You can laugh at it. Right. But once we're done fucking you, <laughs> we don't want to fuck with you no more because you're goofy. <laughs> uh, bah, bah, bah. Um, non-related Dwayne Dwan Dwayne Curse non-related <clears throat> non-podcast related discussion yo Aries peep a uh, piece and pimp grease I'm not one to waste time mine or yours so I'll just dive into it recently I agreed to help an established comedian reboot his career by managing him now I don't now, I don't have a history in the entertainment industry, but I do have a successful track record in business. Skip to the funny, not so funny shit. This business is some baby back bullshit. How in the hell does any comedian sustain a career with all the bullshit? I'm constantly on the phone with niggas talking my dick to sleep like I'm some fine bitch at the club and they want to show me their Bentley. This shit is ridiculous. Anyway... My questions are, aside from Andy, is there opportunity for another opening act on your platform? Uh, is there an, is, if there isn't an opportunity to work with you direct, directly, would you consider recommending my client, Tommy Too Smooth McMillan? L- let me answer that question uh, to Mr. Too Smooth. Uh, no, because most times niggas with a nickname in their real name, don't be great comedians. Yeah, this is uh, Shucky Dicky Quack Quack. Yeah, my name is uh, Joe Blow. I'm going to come give you some more. You know, that, that's, that's mean to do to Shucky Ducky because he has a place in, in, in comedy. When Chris Rock dismantles your career because of your name, <laughs> what are we talking about? But he is, he has That a should be a nice man. No, but. That should be a nice. I remember watching him on you TV. You know who would love the shucky duckies of the world? Mississippians. Yeah. That's his audience. And hamburger. Hamburger. But they they have a place. Mississippi. Coming to the stage. Shucky ducky quack quack. Boy, this boy right here good. This boy right here, he, he funny right here. This boy good. If not, your booking agent, is there one you could recommend? Am I crazy for sending this type of email in this profession or is this normal? Bruh, this isn't my lane. And while I know this kind of shit isn't typical, I got to play it out like Big Mama used to say. I got to ask. Regardless if you respond, respond with guidance or simply laugh and delete. I'm still a huge fan and faithful listener of the podcast. By the way, my wife is still cracking up from the Philly show. You comped us tickets at Helium. So you know we're forever loyal fans. Peace, keep your pimp hand strong, and hope to see here from you soon, D1. Um, I don't think he meant for this to be on the podcast. No, he did. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, man. <sighs> I wish anybody luck that decides to walk in these waters. Um, because, yeah, you got to deal with a lot of bullshit. There's this one dude out of Memphis. I don't know if you remember him, Andy, from Chuckles. He was an ex-football player. I think he played for the Titans. Uh, remember meeting him? And uh, he, he, I don't know if he hits you up. I think he hits me up. But he's like, yo, every time y'all come out to Memphis, or anytime y'all come out to Memphis, or I think y'all coming out to Memphis, yo, we got to hang. We got to do this. We got to do that. 
I, I do remember who you're talking about, though, because I remember meeting him through you. Yeah. yeah um, cool guy, but I remember he was calling me early in the beginning because, like, there's so many other people. He knows this person. He knows that person. He wants to do a movie. He had me schedule a conference call with me, him, and Godfrey. And nice guy, but I just get tired of all the 99.9% shit that leads to nothing. So it's like, and I'm not trying to take anything out on him. Again, nice guy. But he always hits me up. And when he what's up, baby? He always hits me up. What's up, baby? Yo, when we going? When we going? When we going? I'm still, and in my mind, I'm like, nigga, when we gone? When we going to do what the fuck you said? Like, come on, man. I, you Hanging out, kicking it. When you were talking all this and this about doing this and this, and you, you, you drained me. I don't want to hang out with you now. Like, you drained me. So I'm just, you know, D, D1, yeah, man, you're going to have to deal with a lot of niggas talking your dick to sleep because that's the majority of it um, until you get the diamond in the rough. Um, and to answer the other question, um, the Jews got the spot filled. Maybe one day if he's, you know, home sick and stuffing his face with matzo ball steam juice. Uh, but he's got the spot. For Dude, um, he had, you got to get him in, in, into a club so that he, where the club uses him a lot and he right. meets people that way. Yeah, right. That's that, that, that's my experience anyway. And, and it kind of gives you, uh, I, I like being that, I like, you know, featuring was great because that meant you were moving up. But hosting was so much fun for me. Yeah. Because it was nothing but love at that time for comedy. Right. Because you're just hosting. You're excited to be there. You're meeting uh, all the comics. Uh, and that was just fun. And, and you know, it, it, it was it was simpler. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, it's rough. All right. Let me read this last one. Because if we don't, he will take a big gulp of bath water. And take himself out and swell up in the tub. <laughs> he just described it as a sponge. Yeah. Um, sponge Coles. Culture, culture Karai. My birthday, Kosol. Well, off the top, nigga, happy birthday to you, our Indian friend. Um, What's the date? September 8th? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my birthday is, what is today? Today is the 12th. Yeah. All right. So belated, nigga. Yeah. Um, belated birthday bath to you. Uh, what's what's up, ANA? My partners. My birthday is September 8th. I'll be the 9th. It'll be the 9th when the emails get read. A little later than that. Let's hope this gets read. Just wanted to say how grateful and thankful I am for both you men. Y'all have given us all a reason to be excited every week listening to the podcast. I feel like we're all in fraternity. Uh, the fraternity is in a college. So hopefully if you're in a college, you know, to say in a fraternity, otherwise you are wasting your parents tuition, uh, on the topic of birthdays and in Aries, do you both have any funny or wild birthday stories you can share with us that were most memorable love and peace? Nah, I really don't, man. Um, nah, I don't think I do either. Yeah. Um, but we, we did get him in his Virgo window. Was it, oh, that's a sign? Yeah. Okay. So, because that's mine. I'm oh, on the 21st. Well, 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 I'm the very end of oh, it. Oh, you're September 21st? Yeah, I'm the very end of it. Make sure you remind me uh, the day of uh, so I can make sure I get yeah, you something. I'll call you to tell you about my birthday. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what are the traits of a Virgo? I don't know. I don't know, any, I don't know any of that stuff. That's right. You're a heterosexual. But you know because your name is based on it. I know because I'm cocky and vain. And I know that the descriptions for Aries are God of war, strong-willed, determined, uh, sexual conquester, romantic, all traits that feed it in my vanity. You know because you use them for excuses. How do you mean? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm aggressive because my that's it son is. That's yeah, it is. Of war. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Why is that an excuse? So it's an excuse. You can say, well, that's that's in my nature. I'm a, it, I'm an Aries. But it is. It is. That's what it's... Yes, motherfucker. 
It's not an excuse. It's a reality. <laughs> um, and, and I'm an Aries. And that's how I get pussy. Somebody said that to us here yeah. in Hartford. That was awesome. They actually came up and quoted a lot. Got line. a t-shirt. Yeah, got a t-shirt and then looked at Aries and me and go. And that's how I get pussy. That might have to be really the next t-shirt. Even though I don't know if you could wear that at your job. You can have a cat. Oh, that shirt you got on. Yo, this shirt is hilarious, y'all. He got a picture of a woman who's naked holding a cat over her pussy. So it's pussy. Yeah, boy, I swear you Jews know how to get that dollar. Dude, uh, this was funny. I, I was in uh, this this shirt. I saw it at uh, Urban Outfitters. This is year. This shirt, shirt's old. Right. And we're, we're at Urban Outfitters in Phoenix. And I think it was either Max or True. I don't know which one it was, but mm-hmm. they didn't have the shirt of my size. And we looked all over because right. sometimes, you, you know, the T-shirts get mixed up. So we looked all over, couldn't find it. And then I'm pretty sure it's Max. And we were in L.A. And uh, we went to an Urban Outfitters there. And Max finds it. And he, this, he's younger at this time. And he just yells out across the store. I'm not anywhere close to mm-hmm. him. Dad, found the pussy shirt you're looking for. Oh, that's great. He was so excited to tell me. Oh, that's great. See, that's what happens when you have a kid on the spectrum. They can yell out, Dad, here's the pussy shirt you're looking for. And you can get away with it. Um, God, All right, I'm a, this artist is called, his name is Jay Trill. He gives out his Instagram. He gives me three links to go to the song, but he doesn't specifically give me the song that he wants played. So I'm just going to have our guy, producer Steve, pick a random one. I swear, y'all motherfuckers really don't understand why some of you fail. You, you don't understand follow through and listening and paying attention to directions. Uh, I'm a stickler for detail, man. It's all in the details. Everything you need to know is in the details. Even, even if it's not in the details that you tell them. Right. Don't you want to make sure the song you want on is on there? That I want on? No, that he wants oh, on. Oh, that he wants on. So you would just think naturally you would write that in. Right. Yeah. You know, if I, if I send a bunch of clips to if someone said, hey, send me your best clip, and then I send you 10 clips. But you know what happens? Sometimes they hear an opportunity yeah. and they go nuts. They heard, send me your best clip, and they didn't hear best clip. They heard, oh, shit, I'm already an artist. I think I'm incredible. I can't be denied if I send everything. Yeah, that doesn't work. And I'm admit, I used to think that way. I used to, you know, I always thought more, but less is more, especially if it's effective. It's not how many people you shoot. It's who you shoot. You know what that's from? What was it? Harlem Nights. Um, what's it, what's it called? What luck is the definition of luck is when he got, he got guns. You got guns. Everybody got guns pointed at yeah. you. That don't make you a little nervous. That's got to do something in your mind. It's not how many people you shoot. It's who you shoot. Eddie Murphy. The, the definition of luck is when, and this is, this is what these Luck is when opportunity meets preparation. And you're not prepared if you didn't send out your best clip. You know what I mean? Come on, son. All right. Uh, his Instagram is at paper music trill, but he spells music with a K. P-A-P-E-R-M-U-S-I-K-T-R-I-L. L. This is Jay Trill and Steve from the YouTube, from the music, Apple, and the SoundCloud. Just pick one. All right. His career is now in O Steve's hands. Yes. Um, thank you. Uh, still in Brea. Next week we'll be in Indianapolis. Well, this week we're in we're in Brea. No, this yeah, year. they're listening to it this week. Yeah, yeah. So we're in Brea yeah, this we're week. Brea. Yeah, you're right. next week is in Indianapolis. Yeah, yes, you're right. So I was right about that and the Zodiac. Yeah, yeah, man. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be prepared, nigga. Uh, uh, Spears, Just not lucky. Yeah, Spearsburg Pod, Twitter, Spearsburg Pod, Instagram, Spearsburg Pod, YouTube, Spearsburg Pod, Patreon. Thank you to the old listeners, new listeners. Start from the beginning. Go in order. It matters comedically, contextually. We are out. Chill.
Living and learning, the world's turning. Seem like it's burning, still we forever earning. Really concerned about the incident with George Floyd, Donald Trump starting a whole war. Standing together on one accord, and so far, it seems we're making history. And now I'm making music like none of your comments get to me. Strictly on the mission for music streaming and Benjamins. One man band, but built with the strength of 10 of them. I remember summer 07, listening to Eminem. Thinking I'll be one of the greatest, like 50 Cent in them. Wasn't even thugging, but Damien was real convinced. Vincent and really getting money, 11 years old with picking up. Him and CJ getting big cake, shout to my dog. Seven years he was down behind walls. And now he blessed with a life and a wife who hold him down when he fall. And I'm stuck with a baby mama, don't care about me at all. Do you believe in me? Yeah. Do you believe in me? Man. I'm just saying, do you believe in me? Nah, you don't believe in me. You said to say you don't believe in me. Yeah. Plenty nights promoting and drove smoking, my soul's open. Wondering if they come and pick us up when the show's open and the world's running. I'm trying to get white girl money. Thinking about the times all the guys took my girl from me. Put it in my rhymes, reminiscing about old hoes. Jamming slow songs, trying to slide on my old hoes. Hopeless romantic, I just shine on my old hoes. Knowing they regretted that they stuck as my old hoes. Lately I've been walking around like I don't even know. That's how I get pussy. <laughs>